You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Good morning. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Jacques Daniel. I'm here with Mrs. Karen Gibis. I almost said Miss. I can handle Miss. Miss. I don't know. It'll make me feel young for the day. <laughs> We're in the beautiful, lovely, currently closed mustard seed. AKA Temptation Store. Temptation Store. Surrounded by beautiful things that everyone Statues, should have. Statues, books, and the coffee behind us. Books. Is the books what gets you? Just a lot of books. <laughs> a lot of books. We're here this morning, though, with uh, Reverend Mr. <laughs> Deacon Josh Lee. Welcome. Is this thing on? Deacon Josh, are you yes. with us? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good Do you morning. have coffee with you? Oh, absolutely. Always. <laughs> <laughs> well, Deacon Josh uh, was just ordained to the transitional diaconate. When was that? A couple weeks ago? Uh, a week ago, Tuesday. Oh, a week ago, Tuesday. So tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, uh, I, uh, grew up, uh, just outside of Rapid City, out towards the airport. Um, I graduated from, uh, Central High School of the class of 2006, and then, uh, went to South Dakota State University and got a degree in animal science. Um, from there, I, I moved up to Faith, South Dakota, and, uh, Worked at a a feed store and sold feed, talked with customers, and uh, delivered feed. And uh, man, I, I I just really loved that. <laughs> and um, something happened. Just, something happened. Yeah, absolutely. The uh, as as Bishop Gruce used to say, I, I went to faith and found faith. Um, <laughs> Well, and maybe we should clarify for our listeners, Faith is a very small town in the middle yeah, of about nowhere. Nowhere. So, yeah, the nearest town is about 30 miles to the east, and any other town is over 60 miles away. So, but they've got, like, uh, two gas stations, don't they? They have two gas there's stations? There's two gas stations. And, and a t- twisty freeze or whatever. <laughs> Dairy Whip. What's the name of that place? Oh, yeah, there's uh, King's Drive-In. King's Drive-In. That's there you the go. place. Yeah. Yep. Well, shout out. Great place to get some ice cream. Um, but I uh, lived up there. The town's maybe 420 people, I think. Uh, uh, anybody listening up there, uh, you're probably shouting, no, we're 426. But uh, <laughs> the uh, what I really found up there was a love for Christ because so many invitations to partake in the church and ministry within the church uh, and the love that people had for each other um, in the church was phenomenal. Um, and that those invitations and that, that love really allowed me to fall in love with Christ and um, really discern what God was asking of me and what uh, where he might want me in in my life 
to serve him best. And um, I was teaching uh, religious education and, and confirmation um, for about, I think I taught it for about four years. And wow, such a joy just sharing the faith that I thought there's got to be more. And um, <laughs> I've always wanted to serve serve in a higher capacity and to serve to serve my brothers and uh, sisters in this in this life but also to serve God and uh, yeah when he, when I heard the call to seminary I've I found that so two things um Deacon Josh, I was I had the great uh, blessing to be at your holy hour dinner and holy hour the night uh, before your uh, ordination, and Father Mark shared a little bit about your story, and he shared really just a beautiful thing what you just shared about faith and their invitations that you know Catholics aren't known for being super like no one would say that Catholics are the, hospitable. the super hospitable church <laughs> yeah. on the block. That's not like. We should yeah, we be, but that's not that. what we normally get yeah. known for. And um, and yet, that was your experience there in faith. Like they, that they, they drew you in. They saw this young man who was showing up to mass, and we're like, we, how do we welcome this guy into our community? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And um, one thing that astonished me is before uh, I ever figured out when and where to go to Mass. And without anybody knowing that I was Catholic, Catholic Daughters brought a welcome gift to my place of work. Whoa. And um, with things throughout town, um, little gift certificates and all sorts of other things to welcome me into town and get to know me. That is amazing. And uh, um, <laughs> that, that was in union with with the city, but I'll never forget that act, that initial act of gesture of, of generosity. And when I showed up, uh, to work or to work one day, you know, I'd, I'd been invited to, uh, go to church someplace else. And I said, all I want is to go to the Catholic church, but I don't know the time. And, to a roundabout way, I encountered the deacon, and he told me, oh, this is the time. And so when I showed up, everybody already knew my name, and they're like, you must be Josh. <laughs> <laughs> and they were so excited to meet me, and it, it was genuine excitement. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to get to know me. And from then on out, I was convinced this is this is something greater than just me and uh just the little invitations uh even even though tiny hey we are having a parish meeting uh, why don't we uh why don't you come oh well, when is it uh, right now <laughs> <laughs> but just simple things like that and then uh, uh, and that really, just the openness and the desire to have a young man join the church. 
Yeah. It's huge. Thanks be, thanks be to God for their hospitality. And somehow in, in the midst of that, they talked you into teaching something. <laughs> into <laughs> yeah. Te- so um, <laughs> I had always kind of wanted to teach uh, religious ed because I'd, I'd helped out with our confirmation class at St. Therese, uh, where I, where I grew up, uh, in Rapid. And, uh, I happened to be in the grocery store one day and, uh, Amy Ulrich, and if you're listening, God bless you. And <laughs> she, she, uh, approached me in the grocery store and said, Hey Josh, we uh, we're needing a teacher, uh, uh, for, for middle school. Would you be willing to help? And I said, well, uh, yeah, uh, but I, I don't want to teach it alone. Oh, no, we've got another helper. Well, I want, I said, sure, I'll, I'll consider it. And uh, I wandered through the aisles, and, and a few few hours later, there was another gal. Turns out it's her sister, Louise Ulrich. Uh, says, Josh, so you're going to teach middle school uh, for us? And I said, what? And she says, yeah, we really need a teacher, and you're going to teach it, right? And I said, uh, sure. And so, good, we'll see you uh, soon. <laughs> and so, um, I, it may not have been orchestrated, and they may not know that they were both there, but I sure think something was happening. Someone was orchestrating <laughs> something. Um, whether that was them or the Holy Spirit. But uh, that was a beautiful invitation to say yes to doing something I would have, wouldn't have done on my own. And that led to a, a beautiful time getting to know the kids, getting to know the family, and just really engaging in the parish. Um, and that, that led to a deeper yes. That's beautiful. That's funny. Yeah, I wonder, wonder if those ladies were like, hey, Josh is at the grocery store texting each other. And, no. <laughs> The Holy Spirit at work there. The Holy <laughs> Spirit answering your own desires and and inviting you into this mission that's uh, is just going deeper, just going deeper. Absolutely. And then you had maybe we talk more about this after the break, but you um, in somehow in that uh, someone invited you to to get to know your faith a little deeper through the Diocesan Veritatis Splendor Institute. Was yeah. That, was that Father Jim who was there at the time? Yeah, that, that was Father Jim Harder. Uh, he said, hey, uh, just want to throw this out there. And he, he called and said, uh, yeah, this is uh, a new program, and I think this is right up your alley. And I was in the middle of a pastor, and I said, you should pray about it, but uh, let me know. <laughs> I I love how the faith community is very simplistic in their invitation, but their invitations in themselves were were very intentional and very um, deep of of what you needed. Like they, I don't. Hopefully, by inviting you to to their parish, by inviting you to teach um, the middle school, by inviting you to participate in VSI. Hopefully that that was something they saw that was good for you and not just for them. But in the long run, it turned out to be really good for you. And that yeah. what a what a, um, a testimony to the faith 
in faith. Oh, I love that. That's funny. Mm-hmm. The faith in faith that just listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit for you individually. You know, not just, you know, that, that it was for you that they did these things in the long run. And, and they must be celebrating over there in faith right yeah, now. Yeah, they're counting the years till you show up back as pastor of faith. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've already gotten some. Some conversations about that. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, we are going to take a break, but when we come back, I think it would be great to talk about what those first initial thoughts of becoming a priest and how that just led to where you are now. So um, stay with us, Deacon Josh. And uh, to our listeners, thank you for tuning in. And when we come back, we're going to hear more from the newly ordained Deacon Josh Lee. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street, in the new Diocesan Building, or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. My name is Father Gabriel Wauero from the Diocese of Duluth. I've been a priest for 12 years in the United States. I am very happy to be a priest. I have watched many people receive peace because of a priest. Many times I meet people in grief. I meet people who are suffering. I meet young people who have lost their way. And as a priest, through prayer, through sacraments, through counsel, I have seen the peace of the Lord in their hearts. I believe every one of us needs this peace. And as a priest, we are able to bring that peace of the Lord to, uh, to, them, to them, whether they are on their sick bed, whether they are grieving a loved one, or whether they have been hurt by someone else. I love being a priest, and I think everyone, every young man out there, should consider becoming a priest to bring the same peace the world needs so much today. the number one nursing program in the nation, the University of Mary. Of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide, Mary is ranked number one by the National Benchmarking Service Mountain Measurement. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And eligible nursing students receive their senior year of tuition free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation. Check us out at umary.edu nursing. That's umary.edu nursing. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Karen Gibas along with Jacques Daniel, and we are speaking to Reverend Mr. Josh Lee. I, the, beautiful, beautiful experience at your your ordination last uh, Tuesday, a week ago Tuesday, at the Feast of Saints Peter and Paul, a beautiful feast in our church and a, and a beautiful opportunity for our diocese to participate in in your ordination, Deacon Josh. It was, I was so happy to be there and it was very, it impacted me greatly 
But that's the end of the story. There is a lot prior to that leading up to your ordination. Yeah. Okay, so you're in faith. You're in with a great Mm -hmm. community. You are... You've just been invited to consider the VSI program, and what's next? I mean, did you say yes right away to VSI? Pretty much. Um, I, I was like, wow, I, this sounds interesting. I love learning. I want to learn more about the faith. This sounds great. Sure, yeah, I'll do it. And Father says, well, why don't you pray about it a little bit? <laughs> I said, okay, uh, done, yes. Uh, and, about it. When it's right, you don't have to pray long. Yeah, and so I I let him know that afternoon. But well, he called about a week before it started. And said, "Yeah, so you'll have to tell me soon." I was like, "Sure." Um, <laughs> but it it uh, it was actually such a phenomenal experience just showing up uh, with. I think there was sixty of us in that first class and who we were all just thirsty for the faith and wanting to know more. And, wow, it, it just just looking back, it, it uh, seeing all these people throughout the diocese who came together for this initial program and this initial class of, of VSI, um, there, there almost wasn't enough room for us at Terra Sancta. There was, you know, we were in the biggest room and we were crammed in there, and uh, it it was just such a life giving experience being able to speak with other people who who shared my faith and my desire for the faith, and who wanted to learn more about it, and. Um, we ranged from anywhere from people teaching at the at the school to uh, catechist teachers to uh, farmers and ranchers, and it was just a beautiful thing. There, so, our listeners, I, this this interview isn't about VSI, so I don't want to take it over. But just for those who are listening, just a super brief intro. It's a, um, a monthly, so there's a, a, a basic level that's a year program and a master's level that's uh, two additional years after that first basic year. But it's a, um, you come together for a, a full Saturday once a month and, and the priests and I, I don't know, Deacon Josh, uh, I don't remember what class. Were you the, in the initial class, like the first class? Yep. Okay, so we had Bishop Groose who taught us liturgy and sacraments and liturgy, right? Yep. I think. And, yeah. Uh, and um, anyway, it was just a beautiful, yeah, it was a beautiful opportunity for people from all over the diocese to, no matter where they're at and what they're doing, to, to, grow in, to grow in faith. And not just their knowledge, right? Like for you, it wasn't just an exercise in, in the intellectual sphere, but there was a clearly a spiritual component there was something growing inside of you a a deepening in your relationship with christ that we don't want to take any credit here (laughs) but you're a deacon now you just got ordained last week so there's some fruit there's there's something that happened so listen you show up to vsi and you're in that first that first saturday 
and you're going through it, and that's when you heard the call, right? Right? You you know you're going to be a <laughs> <Absolutely> priest. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. It, it wasn't even on my radar. Um, but one of the things that I was taught that that was so valuable through VSI is how to pray, but how to listen. Um, uh, and that, yeah. that's hugely important in prayer. It's like we can say a ton of things, but unless we listen, we'll never get anywhere. And uh, it wasn't, it was probably around a, eight months to a year before I even thought about the priesthood. You know, I was deeply convinced I was going to get married. And um, my pastor, you know, Father Jim, it was after a confession where I just poured out my heart. And he said, confession aside, um, have you ever thought about the priesthood? Because I see several priestly qualities in you. I said, I know you'd be an amazing dad. I think you'd be an amazing father, too. And it was at that point where I was kind of like, uh, whoa. <laughs> no one's ever said this to me in, in a way that didn't seem like a joke. Right. And yeah. uh, he said, if you ever want to talk about it, talk to me outside of the confessional, and and we can get you in touch with anybody. You know, uh, vocations director or whoever. But uh, I, I left that confessional like, wow, he sees something important. And at that point, you know, I, I, I had never really thought about priests as young guys. Uh, and I was like, oh, well, there's actually someone goes to seminary. <laughs> <laughs> um, someone, uh, you know, there's a preparation. You aren't born a priest and, like, crawl out from underneath a rock and come out of nowhere. But uh started praying with it, and I, I wrestled with it for probably three years. And uh, two, two and a half years or so, and, and uh, I had to build up courage to even approach Father Mark McCormick, the vocations director for the diocese. And that in itself was was an act of God because I was trying to avoid him. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, uh, I I was so convinced that I wanted to get married that I would tell God, "Tell me anything you want to tell me, and I'll do whatever you want as long as you tell me I'm going to get married." <laughs> um, and and there was there was one day during VSI, I think it was my second or third year, I think it was my second year of VSI um, in the master's program, and uh, Father Mark McCormick had just become the vocations director, and something in my heart was saying, you need to talk to him. And uh, so I said, okay, I'll do that. I'm going to go to the bathroom, and I'm just going to go around the corner here and wait a little while, and then, you know... um, act like I'm busy, and then I'll go get in the line. If, and if he's somewhere in that vicinity, I'll talk to him. Well, as wow. soon as I came around the corner, here's Father Mark. And I go, oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> so I started talking with him and, and thinking, I think I'm supposed to talk to you. And 
uh, just that little listening. And uh, as I begin to talk with Father Mark kind of candidly and speaking with him uh, quietly and nobody else really knows, and other people begin to ask, hey, we, why didn't you ever go to seminary? Why, why didn't you ever become a priest? I was like, well, I didn't know that was an option. Uh, and uh, I, I began to look deeper into it and pray with it. And, you know, through a, through a lot of deep listening and, and pain and, and tears, you know, of giving, giving it a chance <laughs> to listen to God, you know, that his plan wasn't exactly what I thought my plan should be. But uh, what a beautiful thing, because when I first was accepted, I thought, you're crazy for accepting me. <laughs> because I know me. I'm, <laughs> I'm not a saint like all priests should be. And uh, I, I quickly found out that you don't have to be a saint and you don't have to be perfect to be a priest. You just have to be willing to say yes and listen, uh, listen very closely to what God wants and what He desires, and um, in in that is our true happiness. Oh, that's absolutely beautiful. Well, Amen. we have just a, a couple of minutes left. Now that you've become, um, you've been ordained to the diaconate, and you you obviously have just a little bit more in your priestly journey before you're ordained mm-hmm. a priest. What is your summer plans, though? Your immediate summer plans? Okay, so I've uh, I've been up here in Spearfish, uh, South Dakota, for at St. Joseph's Catholic Church, and then also in Bell at St. Paul. Uh, and so I've been up here since June, and I've uh, uh, ministering up here, preaching, um, and helping out up here uh, for the summer through. Uh, the end of July, and then I'll go back for one more year of school at Kendrick Glennon in St. Louis. Excellent. Well, thank you for answering the call to the priesthood, for for giving of yourself, not only to the community of faith, but also to the Rapid City Diocese as a whole. Absolutely. It's my, my joy. All right. Excellent. Well, we get to move on to a new... Uh, a new and exciting venture here in the Rapid City Diocese with our next interview. A new order of sisters is coming. So stay with us here on Real Presence Live. And when we come back, we are going to learn all about them and all about what they will be doing here in the Rapid City Diocese. Thank you so much, Jacques, for for being here today and helping us with the Real Presence Live. And I want to just do a shout out to the Mustard Seed for letting us host here all the time. So stay with us and we will be right back. 